Greetings, and thank you for joining us for the 15th episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. This is an LMG podcast production. Today, I am joined by a dear friend. You already know who it is, boys. Back to it. LLP, what it do, huh? Uh, Larry's here with us, and this uh, should be a good time. Uh, Larry, real quick. Can you tell me and the people about your DC consumption? <clears throat> so what people don't, what they're not going to know is me and you been on this train for forever. Since it started, uh, pretty much. Since it started, <laughs> you know, you know, like, you know, for, for, you know, so like, I don't, we didn't, okay, so it's not since it started because yeah, I mean, it started in two thousand eight ish, and seven uh, with with the Death or, yeah. of Superman movie, and I remember watching that by myself when it was on Netflix. Still, you know, back in those times, I was back in the red Netflix days. So people, yeah, know. yeah, I was back in I was back in the red Netflix days. But yeah, man, my DC knowledge, dude, I've been on DC since forever. You know, starting back with your your what what got you the Batman the animated series, you know. Yep. You had that. You had you had all of Bruce Tim's universe, which is coined as the DC animated universe, which started with the bat. What started with Batman the animated series and ending with uh, Justice League Unlimited, and so that's a run from 1992 to 2006. That's a long run. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good run. So you know, and all that included, you got Batman the animated series, Superman. Um, the new adventures of batman yeah yeah the new adventures of batman static shock was in there then justice league and justice league unlimited as well so yeah you know me and dad be sitting here i'd be happy you know like it would come on i'd be like dad is ready come on let's go and watch this and justice league gets me like two-part episodes so you'd be like i loved it next time we gotta see what's gonna happen you know because yeah, it, it made it great to rewatch. Because I rewatched uh, Justice League when I was in college. It was so good. It was so good. It was, it was so good. You know, and I remember the, the first three episodes are like the worst episodes because John is on that bullshit. He's shut your bitch ass up and come on. Yeah. Oh goodness. Okay. And then um, you uh, another thing you've cleared all the Arkham games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I've cleared all the. I've, 240% for those who don't know what that means. Oh, new game plus. No, nah, there there's one on uh on uh, Arkham Origins. I did not collect all of the Riddler trophies on there. I tried to and I, I just, there's like it's like three of them that I cannot find. So that's that's the only game I have not 110% beat. But everything else absolutely. Those those were fantastic. That these what was the first one? The first one probably was what Mortal Kombat versus yeah. Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yep. Oh god, that was so cringeworthy now that you think about it. But at the time, yeah. it's what we had, and it was just like we're gonna yeah, rock with it. The fatalities weren't great because DC was still like trying to cater to kids and teenagers, and so they were not Mortal Kombat fatalities. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Injustice. And, yeah, yeah. And in Injustice, while it doesn't have fatalities, I think that it made up for the 
lack of greatness that came with Mortal Kombat versus DC. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat started just putting whoever in games. Yeah. And Injustice 2 was a very good and big upgrade from Injustice itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the graphic wise and everything. Because everybody looked a little off, but nobody was caring about that. It was just happy to have a, like a real DC game. It was like, wow, this is, this is great. Well, we're going to get into all that too, because all them things, they come up. Yeah. They come up. Um, oh, and then Gotham Knights, you know, me, Carvel, and Treon. We beat that <clears throat> and things. That was cool. Ready for the Suicide Squad game to come out if that ever happens. So, you know. Hopefully, but, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty. I appreciate you for joining on the, us on this journey through DC Animation. Today's film is a favorite. Um, Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 1. Released September 15th, 2012. The comic book on which this is based is The Dark Knight Returns. I will read a synopsis in my own words, and then we're just going to talk about it. So, we open in 1986 with an older Bruce Wayne in a race car, and he's pushing the car too far. Uh, He flips it, and it sets on fire. He is able to escape mostly unharmed. News stories of Gotham City being overrun with crime by the mutant gang hit the airwaves. Commissioner Gordon is about to retire, and Batman has been retired for 10 years. After having a dinner with the commissioner, Bruce takes a walk, and some youths try to mug him. He is living by the wish greed, so the muggers make the right decision and flee. In Arkham Asylum, the Joker's catatonic, and Harvey Dent has surgery to fix the fucked up half of his face. After watching several news stories about rampant crime in Gotham and a couple of well-timed traumatic flashbacks, Bruce decides it's time to put the gloves back on. He immediately starts going to work, and good thing too, because this woman was about to get raped, but uh, Batman shows up and that dude disappears into the darkness uh a pimp gets his ass beat and then we meet carrie kelly who is also about to get raped but batman ain't having it a rookie and veteran cop are chasing some bank robbers and when batman shows up the vet takes a step back to let batman handle it because he knows the deal but of course the young cop doesn't but he learns real quick how things go when batman is around Batman finds a scratched coin on one of the henchmen he hospitalized, so it is looking like Two-Face is back to crime. Dr. Bartholomew, Harvey's doctor, uh, blames Batman for his villains. He argues that Batman's existence is causing villains to exist as well. uh, Two-Face's plan is in motion, and he threatens to blow up the Gotham Life Building unless a $22 million ransom is paid. Batman is able to catch Harvey Dent and realizes that he was trying to kill himself because he thinks both sides of his face look like the gross half instead of the regular halves being on both sides. Um, Carrie decides to dress up as Robin and go on patrol. Mutants are kid. Uh, the mutants kidnapped a child, and Batman shows up to save him. Of course, uh, Batman gets information on the amount of weapons that the mutants have, so he gets the motherfucking bat tank and goes to war with them. Oh, and 
Carrie's there too. And I will now be referring to her as Robin. Uh, the Mutant King challenges Batman to fisticuffs and Batman hops out the tank to throw hands. He has to know if he's still got it. Uh, Batman puts up a pretty good fight, but he is definitely about to die. Just then, uh, Robin comes in clutch, giving Batman the opportunity to subdue the Mutant King. Batman decides to take Robin on as his new ward, even though Alfred vehemently disagrees. The mutants were arrested, and the mayor decides to negotiate with the Mutant King. The mayor is killed almost immediately upon entering the room, and Batman takes Robin out on a mission dressed as one of the mutants to lure them all to a specific location so that Batman can end this. Commissioner Gordon releases the Mutant King so that he and Batman can have a rematch in front of all of his disciples. They start throwing good hands, but you never want a rematch with Batman. So Batman beat his ass. Um, to the point where the mutant followers were like, we're going to fight crime now, and we're the sons of Batman now. Uh, so since Batman is back, guess who's also back? That's right. The Joker. Credits. Larry, what'd you think of the movie? <laughs> oh, man, you know, boy, back when we watched it in 2012, it was like, damn, that was a good-ass movie, boy. We was like, hmm. And fight scenes were just so... Everything about this movie is just fantastic. There's nothing really bad about it at all. Correct. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I have any notes. <clears throat> like, yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, what are your thoughts on the art style for this movie? Art style is, is pretty good. Yeah, we're talking about the art style. Art style is not bad at all. Art style is, sh- is showing that everybody is a little bit thicker in this yes. movie, okay? Because everybody is older for people, and it's just, it's, it's a different type of world from where they're coming from, too. Uh, but, you know, I, there's there's nothing wrong with the art style. Like, you you watch this, and you're like, I like this. It wasn't like one of those art styles where you're like, something's, something, something's kind of funky here, and then you gotta get used to it. No, you immediately be like, this is cool. Yeah, same. Like I, I did notice that. Uh, yeah, people are thicker in this uh, universe, this iteration, um, and that's the people who are super and the people who are not, just like regular folk. Like there are a lot of different body types in this movie, and uh, you know, I like that because it looked like people here. Uh, generally speaking, the people who were muscly were like huge. Like, uh, like <clears throat> Batman was massive. And I mean, even Commissioner Gordon, like they were like slightly disproportionately big, but it's fine. I think it worked. It fit with um, what was going on. How did you feel about the voice casting? Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the voice casting. So if y'all don't know who Batman was in this, it was Peter Cullen, which for my real people who know that is, that's RoboCop back in the day. And uh, he did an excellent job with that. Uh, not really for sure about who exactly was Gordon. Um, Carrie at the time was a was a it was ten years ago, so she was a a little girl who was uh, voicing her 
Um, um, so um, before we get too far, let me go ahead and uh, and and handle this. Um, it was Peter Weller, not Peter Cullen. Peter Weller. Peter, Peter Cullen, Cullen is Optimus, Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yeah. Peter yeah, Weller. Peter yeah. Weller. Yeah, that's Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Ariel, um, Ariel Winter, I think it's Winter, Winters, Winter, Winter. Uh yeah. uh the the middle child in modern family voices uh Robin. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's where she came from. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that's where she was from. Okay. Yeah, that's what I know her from. I'm sure she's okay. in other stuff, but I know her as the middle child in modern family. The yeah, smart one. Cool. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, so uh, yeah, Commissioner Gordon, I don't know who voiced him, um, or I don't know the guy, like, I don't know the guy from anything, um, no. but, you know, that's fine. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, continue. Uh, and then we got some other voice cast, because the guy who did Harvey Dent, like I say, it wasn't, the voice cast was pretty cool, and the, the voices matched up with the people. It's just not anybody that really stands out like that now and, and another one there's some people that stand out or whatever we'll get into that but until then uh the one thing about it so andrea romano was still the voice cast leader for this correct pretty sure because I, I think andrea romano has a voice part in this okay yeah so she was still she was still uh on it for that and she always did a great job oh she so. yeah uh <laughs> however much they paid her was not enough like she was Generally speaking, did excellent voice casting. Mm-hmm. Larry, turn sure. the Xbox off. Oh, you hear that? My bad. Yeah, that thing just just bloop. Love here, getting online and things. My bad. Okay. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so I I like. I don't know if it's because I like this movie so much, but I really like Peter Weller as an old Batman. Like it. Uh, it works. Uh, I think really well, like better than I thought it would just because, you know, Kevin Conroy is my Batman. Absolutely. And we've even seen him do older Batman in uh, uh, Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. But I I really liked Peter Weller as Batman uh, in this movie. And because, I mean, it, it was little stuff. There were just certain line reads that I really liked. Like, for example, whenever he was about to get mugged and, uh, you know, we slice and dices. And then he was like, slice and dice. But yeah, he was like, come on. Like, he's into it. Yeah. We, it ain't good when they're into it. Come on. Like, they knew better. <laughs> Let's do it. Like, I I, I wish you would, as you now, said. Please. Please do it. Day. Oh, like, that was uh, that was that was so good. Um yeah, they were like this one this one kind of big. Come on. Yeah, he he was now. And they, they made the right choice by leaving. Like they they weren't ready for it. Yeah, and they knew that. I like that they knew that. I really it's it's great when there are situations where people like we see people use discernment because yeah, there are people there's you know, there's an episode of um, the animated series where Batman is in a room and a henchman like goes in there and they lock oh, eyes. Yeah. And he sees Batman. He's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I saw, yeah, you I see saw something? I saw, nope. Man. Uh, nope. I am not going to be the one who, hey. Nope. Yeah. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, these these boys, like as, as dumb as the mutant followers are like portrayed, these two 
use discernment. They were like, nah, I don't think we want to do this. And they just left. The one thing that I do wonder, um, like that I guess, I don't know the answer to this, but like he had a mustache and then he just didn't. And and when Alfred asked him about it, he is like he didn't know either. He he felt on it and he was like, oh, yeah, I don't know myself. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was that was the end of that. Like that conversation was over. So like, I did he shave in his sleep? Did he stress and it fell out? Like I don't that's I the really one... think I really think he did it while he was sleeping and had a night had a nightmare about it and just kind of did it and so we just sleepwalking and don't remember because that's the only thing I got for you on that. Yeah, because it was, I mean, it was a clean shape. Like, there wasn't any, like, extra nope. or, like, it was just well hand, like, it he, he just did it. And mm-hmm. he was confused. He was like, what the, the fuck? Because, oh. I mean, so, like, I feel like you know immediately if a mustache that size was gone. So, are we ready to get into it now? You got some more things you want to cover first? Um, Oh no, we can we we okay. we're free. We can do what we want. All right. So now I didn't know if he still had some miscellaneous things he wanted to cover. Okay. So audience, I want you guys to know, as Spencer said, this is 1986. This is happening. Um, Batman has not been Batman for ten years. The last time he was Batman was ten years ago. Right now, Batman is 55 years old. That means he was 45 the last time he donned the costume and stuff. So he's a 55 year old man, sick. And he's a hard 55, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was looking, I was like, you 55? Like, Dad and all the other people I know wasn't kind of looking like this 55. But you know. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm looking at my dad, and I'm like, my because my dad's older than 55. Yeah, he's in his 60s. And it's yeah, like. was looking better than that. Uh, yeah. It's I was like, that's, because before I knew he was 55, I assumed he was, like, you know, knocking on 70. Yeah, yeah, you would think. Yeah, because he was like full gray, uh, just straight old man mode. Mm-hmm. And so like 55 felt a little young f- to look the way he did. And that's not to attack anybody. That's just to say that in my experience with the people that I've seen in my own life, that's not 55. So with- that's all that's a hard that's a city miles 55. With all that, you know, Jim is definitely he, now. Jim is pushing. I think he said he was he was seventy years old. Yes, so, which makes so, sense. Yeah, so he he was up there and he was like, "Nah, I'm I'm really about to be done with this and everything." And uh, he looked this, like he and Batman didn't look that far apart. They did, as far they as did. age goes. Crazy. Yeah, and of course, crazy. Like, wow. and you know, they make Alfred. Alfred's been the same. Like Alfred's been early hundreds since the beginning. Absolutely. Like he, the he only time Alfred is not. Yeah, the only time Alfred's not in his like late nineties, early hundreds is in Gotham, and yeah. that's because very specifically Bruce is a child. And I think that they got a uh, an older guy who voiced Alfred too. He's dead now. I think he died last year. Yeah, so he's an older guy as well with that. Uh, and it always needs to be an older British man for at, Alfred. At, like the person who voices Alfred needs to be able to play Alfred in real life. In my opinion, yeah. like they need <laughs> yeah. to. They need a match. Like, I don't want to see some young, not, nah. Like, Alfred need to look like and sound like Alfred every time. And that's why, like, I don't think I've ever heard a bad Alfred. 
Like mm-hmm. I, there, I don't think there are any Alfreds that I didn't like or that I had a problem with. Like finding an old British actor is usually not an issue. Yeah. So um, that's one character who, as many times as he's been done, is done pretty consistently well. Like again, I can't think of a bad Alfred. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So you were saying uh, we we are looking at a fifty five year old Batman who has been out of the game since he was a forty five year old Batman. Yeah, yeah. So it's been ten years with that. In this ten years or whatever, um, as they talk about in the movie, I'm guessing that he ain't talked to Robin, Dick Grayson, in a cool minute either. So their their yeah. fallout has really happened. So at this time, he's really Nightwing, probably doing something in Bloodhaven. But you don't. Yeah, know they very which... specifically say that Bruce and Dick haven't kept in touch since Jason died. Yeah. Yeah, and they bring Jason up a lot in this too, meaning why he is what he is now and why he kind of retired and stuff. So all that happened. So you want to go back into other movies that don't tie into this, but now you get the knowledge because you guys have watched Under the Red Hood. Just take that movie and then apply it to what, uh, and then apply it to uh, what, this is showing right here as well so uh and let's go I would back like to the to, before um before we get into that i do want to just point out for the people um larry makes a good point where this movie does give you some context for how the events of red hood could lead like the way it could lead but uh i want it to be clear that this movie and that movie are not connected they do not exist in the same universe this movie exists in the same universe as batman year one which we talked about in episode 12 um so batman year one is this same bruce wayne and the frank miller batman is a little he's a little more doesn't give a fuck than the usual Batman. Like this Batman, you know how, you know, there are always jokes where Batman, where Batman will like hospitalize people and they'd be like, now talk. This Batman is pretty okay killing people. He may say he's not. He may <laughs> do his best not to kill people. No, this Batman is killing people. If you have seen uh, Dawn of Justice, uh, Batman versus Superman, like that... Ben Affleck's Batman is based on this one. And Ben Affleck's Batman is killing people. And he, again, he can say all day long that he's not. In that warehouse, those men <laughs> died. <laughs> that dude who got his head smashed against that, that stuff because of the box. You, that you, box? He, yeah, he that man is dead. <laughs> he is D-E-D. And so, you'll see that this Batman doesn't like this this batman is a broken xbox right, right. And, and it, it starts at the no beginning games. and it, it starts at the beginning in that race he's uh you know he's racing he's shit he's used to his batmobile or whatever and this car that he's racing ain't doing what he wanted to do and she's yeah. like you're pushing it too hard he's like i ain't trying shut up Bitch, yeah. You- yeah don't worry don't worry about me mind your business about that or whatever you know, so then you know he pushed it too hard and it blew up, or whatever. And I know he was pissed off, like you piece of shit ass thing or whatever. Yeah, like why did not build just, this? Just, just mad. Just, just, just mad. Yeah, just, really it, and that's the thing. Like Batman is always like Batman's never happy, but like this mm-hmm. Batman was surly. Uh, uh, you know, just with hey, age hey, and all that. Yeah, uh, Dad just got back in from Dallas. 
But uh, yeah, so as we go on now, now we we are introduced to about what Bart uh, Bartholomew Walker. Mm-hmm. That's a that is a name right there. <laughs> and I was I sometimes I'm like, so we just we just run out of first names. Like we already have a Bartholomew in this universe, and that's the Flash. We don't it's, need it. another Bartholomew, but whatever Bartholomew fit him though. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. looked like and acted like a Bartholomew. So he seemed like a psychiatrist that he thinks that he can. His methods are going to work and rehabilitate these people, and they're okay. And he's kind of it makes him kind of delusional because, hey, bro, nah, they don't need to be back released or whatever. So when you come talking about Two Face, they really did a good job on fixing Two Face's face. That, they that did. plastic surgery was was great. It was yeah, and and surprise, like I don't know. I, I would imagine because when the doctor said, "Yeah, it's some of my best work," I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." Yeah. Because uh, uh, it yeah he that was that was really good. Uh, and you would have looked at him, you wouldn't have told, you wouldn't have been able to know. Yeah, both sides matched, and so mm-hmm. yeah, it made sense. Um, but yeah, uh, Doctor Bartholomew was an interesting character, and I think that another thing that I thought was funny was that there is a conspiracy theorist a, a conspiracy theory about Batman and the the conspiracy theory basically goes that he is a patient in Arkham and all of his villains are people that he encounters in Arkham and all of the Batman stuff is happening in his head um so scarecrow is the doctor that gives him all of his medicines um mr freeze is the ac guy so he always makes it cold uh Dr. Joe Carr is the Joker. And yeah, like there's a whole thing about it. And I think that Dr. Bartholomew's, um, I guess, views and opinions kind of led, like, I think they may have been inspired by that conspiracy theory, or they may have inspired the conspiracy theory. But um, I thought that that was an interesting connection, if it even was one. But the idea that he creates his own rogues gallery is interesting. The fact that he, his argument is Batman existing is the reason his villains exist is um, a fascinating point of view. And we'll talk more about that specifically yeah. uh, later on. And we, we sure enough will. Cause yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, as this is going on, you know, Harvey Dent is being released back into the city back into the world and then kind of just vanishes off the map and then just things are happening well if you guys don't know what's happening in this uh well, as, as spencer said there is a a gang i say that real loosely because they don't like to be called that but they're the mutants and they're kind of just ripping and tearing gotham apart and stuff and there's just nobody who is really there to put the fear in them and they've got the citizens of gotham scared while you know they're running it so batman is seeing all this bruce is seeing all this and he's kind of he's kind of tripping and kind of going crazy with some stuff and then it hits him and it clicks uh it's like all right here we go i'm, I'm feeling it i went down here to go and check to see why i retired and i just ain't feeling it i'm, I'm just not and then it does that classic look at this bat 
flying and it breaks through something, whatever. And then he says, the time has come. Here we go. About to don the suit once again. We are doing it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I have to keep my city clean. So it's, and- so it's been... It's been 10 years. Let's let's talk about how for 10 years, if you didn't get into crime before that, you ain't got nothing to worry about but cops. But now you're a new criminal and you've never seen the Batman and now you're doing a crime. It's not even in your head that the Batman might be out there to come and stop you. And then one night you're just doing your regular stuff and this big motherfucker comes and snatches your expense and says, right? Like, oh my god what just happened to him where'd you where'd you go yeah i love a i love it when somebody just again they just disappear into the darkness oh boy that would i would i'll tell you what i would probably go and check into a psychiatric facility because i'm i'm kind of scarred because i'm that's traumatizing yeah very yeah that is traumatizing if and yeah like that's because you know that they are being taken into that. And then you don't hear them. They don't scream. They don't make noise. They disappear entirely. Uh, whenever he was messing with that pimp. So we're going to talk about this a little bit more. I'm going to bring this up again. Batman's strong as fuck in this. And Brandon, you made a good choice not to try to fight uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. This Batman from this movie. This is, all, this is why me and Spencer was like, Dog, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> what are you talking? He punched through the roof of a taxi cab. Wrenched in there <laughs> and grabbed this nigga and pulled him through it, didn't he? Oh boy, I was like, and then was beating his happened? ass on top of it, like, oh, oh no. The boy. poor pimp. <laughs> Oh my, I said, who is punched? And it wasn't no small, it was a big hole too that you can pull somebody out of it or whatever. I was like, wow, that that that's some that's some uh no, there was um I can't remember. No, I I'm not gonna say it was I think it was the the next one that we're gonna talk about that, but there's there's a similar thing that he does where it's like, no, that's not human shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We we gonna get to the next one too. Like I said, we we gonna talk about that some more because it was it was plenty of them and things. Yeah, so yeah. But, he, uh, so he he's out here putting the fear of God into these criminals. Now, one thing that I do really like that this movie does. Um, mm-hmm. this movie does a good job of letting you know that Batman, at the end of the day, is human mm-hmm. because we see the fact that he's fifty five show yes and and he's and it's not even like in like huge ways but like whenever he's trying to climb that rope like you can see he's oh you saw he got tired you saw, yeah you he's saw like he got boy he got he got winded he's like, yeah he's, he's like fuck <laughs> <sighs> it's been a while since i've yeah. done this stuff yeah and and so yeah like that's that's the thing this movie that's one of the things that this movie did for me. There are two things this movie did for me. Um, well, these movies. And I'll talk about the second thing in the second episode. But mm-hmm. the the one thing that this set of movies did for me was... Again, because Batman does non... Like, superhuman shit all the time. Like, mm-hmm. Batman is supposed to be, like, a... You know, the peak physical specimen. But, like, no, there's some shit Batman does that no human could ever do. And that's just how it is. But that's how yeah. comic book people are. This movie... 
again, it reminds us that he is a human man and that the time is very much a thing that is, you know, happening to him because he's not as spry as he used to be. He's still good. He can still move. He can still do a lot, but he's not quite in his prime. And that's mentioned specifically whenever he fights the Mutant King, but we can talk about that a little bit later on. Yeah. But yeah, one of the things I like that this movie does is it reminds me that at the end of the day, he's a human man. <laughs> And he is susceptible to aging like we all are. But it's going to be. Uh, another thing in this, so if you didn't really get it, um, as they do a lot of, they do a lot of news, newscasting on the TV that they show. So you got the people, and they're just, just like in real life, you know, there's people debating on things. You got somebody who's against Batman. You got somebody who's pro-Batman or whatever. We're going to talk about them characters too. Jimmy Olsen, was a president of some big corporation whatever so that lets you know in this in this movie that it is tying in um uh metropolis which you know who runs metropolis and stuff so there you go if you didn't know that that's somebody who's here <clears throat> so they, they mentioned him um Let's see what else. Okay. And uh, I would also like to point out with uh since you mentioned Jimmy Olsen, they said there's a four year long TV writer strike, and I uh -huh. thought that that was interesting because of the writer strike. Right now. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. facts that we have seen and lived through an actual writer strike for, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, TV and uh, like for writers for streaming services. Um, at least I think that's the gist of it. But yeah, like basically, writers for shows are you know we've we've lived through a writer's strike and so i thought that that part was interesting because that's not something that i even realized when i watched this movie back in uh you know 2012 2013 uh that they named jimmy olsen and that there had been a writer's strike that happened but you know with new eyes and in a new time i actually noticed that there's another person from metropolis that was uh actually on batman's side I saw her. And let me tell you, you, you guys just got a little glimpse of what we were talking about in these 10 years. These 10 years have been rough to everybody. Oh. <laughs> Lana oh. Lang was in there. And when I saw Lana and I said, girl, <laughs> that white is cracking, ain't it? Because boy, what the hell? Lana used to be fine. If you guys ever watched like Smallville or anything like that, Lana was one, was one of Clark's like crushes before Lois really came in and through. Lana, hey girl, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't end up with you because woo, <laughs> Jesus, rough, Larry, I appreciate you having my back. Larry, stop <laughs> it! You can't. Okay. Hey, I'm just telling you, it was a hard, hard little ten years for people, man. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's mentioned. Uh, we'll talk about that in the in the next episode as well. But um, yeah, there were um, one of the things that I really liked about this movie is all of the different body types and the fact mm. that like the people look like people. Like yeah. th that's it did a pretty good job of drawing people and like representing real life because regular people don't all look like you know, the same body like type. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's not how regular people look. And so there were 
like a yeah. wide array of body types in this movie uh with the mutant kids and with the regular people that were walking the streets with the police officers like it, uh the people that we saw on the tv mm-hmm. even the people that we saw in arkham asylum like they they sprinkled some of everyone in this and i really appreciated that um because that is an attention to detail in the art that you don't necessarily have to do like that's something that i like that they spent time on making each character even like just background characters that didn't matter uh they made them unique and they brought individuality to each character that we saw and that's one of the things i really appreciated about the art style and what the movie did so as batman is going through this night now now he's trying to track down harvey Dent. yes uh, the first there was boss. A scene. There was a scene where some of his thugs in there and they hear a noise and they just blast the front door. And it's just a bat that comes out. And it's like, all right, we wasted all them bullets on a bat or whatever. And then the dude is right here at the window. And the other guy with the machine gun is like, get out the way. Yeah, move. And, and I'm not give him any time and just blast his own partner out the window. And then was like, he should have moved. And yeah, he had the nerve to say, I told him to get out the way. You didn't give me no chance. Yeah, you, you told him, but like, you did, he didn't have the time. He was, he, he was traumatized. And that was, yeah, that was funny. That was, that, really was, funny. that was really funny. So how they catch Harvey is because one of the dudes that Batman pins up that he had to save that cop that didn't let Batman do Batman stuff. He pinned that guy up. And now Spencer told you that this Batman does not, it's a broken Xbox. Frank, Frank, Frank Miller's Batman is really, he's pushing the line. He's really dark. He's really rough. That dude broke his femur. Yeah. That's the <laughs> hardest bone to break do, in do the human body. What, what, y'all know what bone is your femur bone? <laughs> he, I know he was in pain. <clears throat> For a fact. Uh, uh, again, I'm, if if I'm correct, the femur's the biggest one, and they're the, the, the hardest the one to break. One. It's the biggest one. And, and so, yeah, to have a broken femur? <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's serious. And so, I, I love that Commissioner Gordon, like, he was he was on his retirement tour. Oh, he was not. He was like, hey, bro, this people right here, this lawyer's talking about this and that and whatever. I am trying to find my Nicorette gum. Stuff. Yeah, like, what the I, fuck? I got the, I got the, I got the fiending right now. Yeah, I got that itch. Like, <laughs> I really need a cigarette. Where is my gum? Ain't worried about cigar, what the talking about. And it was hey, so funny hey. because with the with the guy, he was like, because he knew Batman was going to need him. So he was like, my client needs to be released. And Jim was like, yeah, good. Go home. Bye. <laughs> what What was it? What, me? Hey, what I release him. Let yeah. him go. You're right. Because <laughs> cool. that's the thing. Like the guy that he said it to, uh, he was like, hey, drop the papers. So that guy smirked because <laughs> I think even he knew what was coming. <laughs> So, so, so that yeah. dude, yeah, that dude leads us to find where Two Face is in his plan. And, but let me just say that hen- <laughs> that particular henchman had a really bad day. Like he first, he got his ass beat by Batman, broken femur, <laughs> all that, like very much hospitalized, and then he tries to go home and almost bleeds out. 
almost bleeds out because he even fell through the window. And he's like, let me tell you something. You're going to tell me where Harvey is. And this is why you're going to tell me. Because you bleeding out. And guess who the only person that knows that you bleeding out? Me. Yeah. Because like, you can't I, walk. Because yeah. your femur's broken. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm the only person who can get you to a hospital. So, talk. And so, yeah, he got what he needed. Yeah, got what he needed. So now we on now we on the the the. the and that's uh, that's another thing is, even if this we know this Batman kills, but mm-hmm. even if he doesn't, most iterations of Batman would have not let it get that far. But this version of Batman, he, even if he doesn't kill you, he may let you die. And uh, yeah, don't, like don't play. You don't you don't want to you want to take the chance. Yeah, this I'm, this Batman is uh yeah death is does not bother him. It's it, it's it's been rough, and I'm coming back into it. I'm not I'm not in the mood for nothing. Yeah, and, and we'll we'll talk about that again in the next one. But uh yeah, so he is able to find out the two face situation, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you know, but one of the things that Batman does that is like, okay, he's not a human anymore. He uh, uses, you know, a gun to shoot a tightrope from one building to another. I got that in my notes. I got that in my notes. <laughs> my and boy just, was trucking on that yeah, just, rope. Just straight up running across like it was a road. I said, did Dick teach you this? Because what? Yeah, like, you don't, You that's a, that's a tightrope. Like, that's, and you're just running normally. In this heavy ass, uh, like, what, what are we doing? Like, that's you. You can't. Okay, I guess you can do that. That's fine. But um, yeah. Anyway, so first boss fight. Um, Harvey takes over the airwaves and says, "Hey, it's Tuesday. It's the second day of the month. I need my fucking money." Yeah, twenty-two million. You know, you yeah. got twenty-two minutes to get me twenty-two million dollars. Like, okay, Harvey. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, uh, he's able to. There are two bombs, of course. Yeah, two bombs. He, he's able to freeze the first bomb, so I guess it just doesn't go off. Mm-hmm. I assume until bomb, bomb. Let's just say Bomb Squad took care of it after that. Um, and then uh, the second bomb is on the helicopter, and Batman is uh, after you know the whole tightrope thing. Yeah. Uh, Batman is able to like get Harvey out of the helicopter, and I guess the yeah, only they people because that... they, they shoot at Batman and it messes up his great balance of running on that tightrope. So now he's falling off. So he's like, "No, yeah, we're not <laughs> doing that." The helicopter with the new thing. Well, since Batman's such a heavy guy, he like shakes the helicopter. Harvey falls out. All right. Well, now this is all in my favor. Let me swoop him up. Boom. Now we in the yeah. building with Harvey and there yeah. busting shots. Yeah. Batman <laughs> does like a Mr. Incredible, like through the window. Oh, and, that was uh, another thing I forgot since we were talking about that freeze bomb thing before that Batman, once again, ain't playing no games. Batman is using some criminal activities or whatever. He definitely doused those cops with fear gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he drugged them. And that yeah, dude that... saw Batman running and got frozen because he was like this is dracula walking uh, that's me. a fucking demon <laughs> coming at me right now and it's so funny because another thing that happens whenever people are like recounting uh stories of him uh 
there were some people that were like, oh my God, he was like 10 feet tall. Oh my God, it was Dracula. There's no mm-hmm. way he's human. Like, and I love those because that's also very realistic. Like people's accounts of events are wild. At and, this time, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. So I was going to say, we, we forgot to mention this too. All right, all right. This, this is what got me too. Maybe I just missed this part. So let's go back a little bit. Uh, Carrie is in her house and maybe she just made this suit herself? Where, I assume, where did come from? I assume you can buy a Robin suit because I don't know if she made it, but <laughs> like I, it, it looked like a suit that you'd buy at a Halloween store. Maybe that's what it was. I was like, where'd you because, get this Halloween? Where'd you get this Robin suit from? Yeah, like either she's incredibly talented and had a lot of time on her hands or I think she just went to the Halloween store and bought it because everybody knew about these superheroes and stuff. So that that's what I would assume. And who are you? Because you just go outside and start to do this stuff and you almost die right off the bat. Yeah, right out the gate. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, then she you, just starts you, jumping rooftops. Just like it's jumping nothing. like, whoa, whoa, what is, what? She did, she is, she is, as she's going, I, I had to rewind it. So I was like, did you just do a double front flip over this rooftop as a regular nerd kid? I guess whatever you are, I don't know. Yeah, just so, yeah, just you? some kid from the 80s. Yeah, like just some teen. Uh, she's doing parkour. And she I mean, just, she taught herself parkour. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted to bring that part up because I was like, wait, what? All right. But yeah. that's comic book nonsense. Like <laughs> people will just learn shit immediately. And it's it's great, but it's also really dumb. But I I always think it's hilarious when people just magically know shit now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she just has acrobatic skills suddenly because she put on the suit and it, she's got gumption and determination or whatever. And uh, you know, that'll that'll get you really far. All not as far as the power of friendship, but like oh, that'll yeah. that'll get you. Just being plucky, that'll that'll get you real far. <laughs> but um going okay. so going, so he, going back to Harvey, yeah. Now we, we see that and all this time in this movie, Harvey is looking very familiar as somebody else that we'll talk about in later times as we go on, because what he's doing. Uh and Batman is like, What have you done to yourself that you're you're like this. Why 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 yeah. why did you do that to your face, to your head now, whatever? So Batman's trying to figure out like what what's going on, you know? Like Yeah, because before this, soon, yeah, yeah, before this, he, he and Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, before this, he and Commissioner Gordon are like, Do we think he's hurting himself? Do we think he like fucked himself up? And they're like, I mean, that could be what happened. That's the only reason he would rebandage his face. The the, the the darkness has has consumed you all the way. There is no more Harvey, huh? So then Batman rips off the bandages and he's like, let me see what you did. And he didn't do anything. But the, the thing about it is, is yeah, the, the, the darkness did get Harvey. And I felt that I, I got my notes. I got man, poor Harvey, because Harvey is thinking to himself. I went back on this spree and went back to crime because you guys are making it. I'm so used to being effed up. I don't believe that y'all made me look good. And then you see that what he pictures himself as, it's like, yeah, you made it everything, but you made me, you went two face on the bad way, not the Harvey Dent way. You went, you went the psychopath way or whatever. Yeah. Like and he, Batman he, sees it and he's like, my friend, he's like, Harvey, I got 
Yeah. And that's the thing. He sees it in himself, too, because he he feels like he's looking in a mirror of I'm only seeing the darkness in myself where everyone else can see um, something else in me. Like what the mirror shows me and what's actually happening are never the same thing, because you can never truly see yourself with your own eyes. Like you will never see your own face other than mirrors, pictures. And yeah. And so. But I mean, that's kind of a sidebar that the, the fact is, yeah, like Harvey has been consumed by the darkness and that's how he sees himself. And he's under the impression that that's how the world sees him showing that he is broken. Yeah. So I felt I felt for him like that. And I said Batman understood, too. And he was just like, I, I understand what you're talking about, man. But, you know, damn, this is this sucks. So, yeah, like, so and, and it, it's it's a situation where it's like, no, you I hate to say this, but like you should not have been released. Like you're not okay. No, no, you should. That's that's back to Bartholomew just thinking that he's just got getting wins. To, oh yeah, I gotta win. I gotta win. I I didn't. No, no, no. Stop doing this. What are you doing? You you did not learn your lesson. And clearly, the city of Gotham didn't learn their lesson either. Because as soon as that would happen, I'd have been like, hey, you. We mean you got to talk. Yeah, we <laughs> we there's a discussion we decision. need to have. Yeah, yeah people and- died because of your decision. We'll talk about Bartholomew specifically a little bit more in the next episode as well, because there's one of the things that Bartholomew says that I think is very connected to the situation and that I think ends up being relatively ironic. So, yeah, I'm going to we'll talk about Bartholomew a little more heavily in the next episode. But um, so we have we have covered the first boss fight. Uh, in Two Face, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, so now uh, we make our way toward the mutants. Um, going into the gang and everything, and the mutant is—he has a hard on for Gordon already, but he knows that the bat is back and it's kind of messing up his operation. So head mutant leader is having a rally. Now, before we, uh, th- there's just one thing that I think is hilarious. Okay, I don't know if this is on purpose. Uh-huh. But I like how the mutants are wearing Cyclops visors. Oh yeah, all of them. Like like yeah. that are gla- glasses. Yeah, yeah. But they, I, they I, remind I, me of X Men and the Wolverine Cyclops. The way he had, he had that thing over his head. Yeah, yeah like it, yeah. that's. Uh, I thought I don't know if that was on purpose, but I think I was like, oh, so you're calling the mutants and you're giving them Cyclops visors? Is that is that a Frank? Are you doing something there? Is that that on purpose, Frank? Chicken legs, licking legs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. And the way that they talk was just hilarious to me. Every I, I every time I know I do not know what Billy really means. I was trying to figure out what Billy I, really means, but it's like they use it in such a turn because even even Carrie used Billy. I was like, what does Billy mean? Yeah, like because I thought that Billy was just a term that kind of just means like whatever. Like um, like how in um uh, I guess in parts of Pennsylvania, they use John just to mean whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that that's what it meant, but I, I I may have to watch the movie again to like and really listen for like Billy in context. Because, yeah, like they were just throwing it all over the place. It's going to confuse you because I tried to do that. I was like, I'm not getting what this really pertains to because y'all use it in such a you use it as as you said about John as things, but then you use it as a as a noun verb to type of thing. I'm like, wait, wait, what, what you? Yeah. And then it's describing something. Yeah. It's an adjective sometimes. Cause I I feel like I remember him saying he Billy bad. 
And yeah, I'm like, what are you, what are we talking about? I don't know what this, what what this what word means. means. Yeah, like, <laughs> see, I, I don't know what Billy means, but it, I think it's just a word to mean all the things. <laughs> yeah, so they, 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 they actually say the mutants are really funny. Because I was like, uh, Billy Berserker. I was like, what? <laughs> so, like I say, the, the yeah, mutant chicken legs licking chicks. Chicken legs licking chicks. Oh, that was good. <laughs> the way they were talking, it was just so stupid, but it was funny. Uh, but the mutant leader now, he has, uh, he's doing this rally. And you know, and, yeah. he's actually giving a nice little speech. You know, if I was a mutant dude and you give me this speech, I'm with you, boss. And that's the thing. Like a charismatic, a char- this another thing that this movie does is shows us that a charismatic leader can get a lot done. Like if you have a charismatic leader and you just have a group of followers, then they like people are often just they just need somebody to tell them where to go, and then uh, they're gonna do it. And uh, that is addressed in the next one. We'll talk about it a little more in the next one, but um. Yeah, I mean, the way he was talking, yeah, like, you got a charismatic leader, and he was, you know, big and strong and powerful, and, like, couldn't nobody fight him. So, like, yeah, I think being aligned with this guy is a pretty good idea. He's got shark teeth. Yeah, shark teeth. Like, you sat there and really filed your big-ass mouth down. Or he's actually a mutant. Um, Because, honestly, like, he... Not for sure, either. (laughs) Because he doesn't look too far off. Like, he looks like a... I mean, not necessarily, but like he kind of looks like a more human version of Killer Croc in certain yeah. ways. Yeah, and so like he like you don't have you don't have reptile skin, but and you don't have a tail, but like otherwise, that may write about your ass. Yeah, like you're not just a person because <laughs> you're too big. Because how you this big and how 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 you how you doing that? How you doing that? How like you doing that? And why? Yeah, why why are you so big? <laughs> I, okay um but yeah and, and every time the mutant leader talk, i just thought it was funny whenever he was uh on the airwaves talking about gordy's like we will chop him we will grind him we will bathe in his blood like oh yeah he was talking about he was going like like uh, what do you say I'm, he I'll will suck, suck the his your, i'll suck the meat off your bones and 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 lick them dry yeah and do something with your bone marrow i'm like my god yeah, like, oh my god, like that's <laughs> what that's, that man is an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was wild. Yeah, like uh, those, but honestly, yeah, like those were skin tearing teeth. Like those those teeth were made for flesh. And so, yeah, but he's uh, and, 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 and we're going to use him. We, we, oh we yeah, bet, we bet we bet to use him. Yeah, they're about to get involved. <laughs> and so, so, um, yeah, he he's having the rally. And, and um, Batman is about to show up with the tank. Batman and, comes up with that motherfucking bat tank, and, and now she so still purrs. Is is a heavy arsenal loaded tank? Like, yeah, because that thing, that thing has unloaded. a yeah, that thing has a motherfucking thumper in it. <laughs> Un, unloading on him everything because Batman, Batman might be old and stuff. He ain't he ain't stupid right now. He said, "I know I can't just come in here at Batman." I'm gonna have to bring this out. I'm gonna have to take a lot of them because I know there's a whole rally of them. It's everywhere. And that's there. So, he said, "I'm going to war with them." <laughs> yeah, I'm about to and go. And so he it. came ready for war. And yeah, he was because. And at first, you know, because the first time I watched this, I thought, "Oh, Batman is killing these young men." 
because uh, yeah, I didn't know what was happening. You yeah, because sure? he was again, he was thumping him and with a tank. And we've seen <laughs> that this Batman is fine going there. And the fact that I mean, we usually know Batman as not using guns, and uh-huh. that will be talked about in the next episode as well. But um, whenever he pulled out the gun to like shoot the tightrope. I was like, okay, this Batman, you know, a little different. Like, he doesn't hate guns as much as most Batman do. Yeah, you know, that was, you know, I think, I feel like, I don't even consider that as using a gun. He was using I that agree. weapon as a tool to get across somewhere. You know, he wasn't, like I said, yeah. I, I got a sniper rifle. This this is what my grappling hook is not about to be able to do. So I got this yeah. long-range weapon that I can see, boom, bam, all right, I can get across now. That's but I feel I like... But I feel like because he's Batman, under any other circumstance, they would have given him like a crossbow or something. Like, I, I feel like them giving him a gun specifically was a little different. But again, because of that, I thought, okay, this Batman is just full flit. The first time I watched this, I was like, this Batman is just full range, letting him fly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, he said the rubber bullets. And I was like, ah, there it is. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, they were getting shot and not moving. Like, yeah, no, I feel like if you get shot with a rubber bullet, you're not going to get knocked out. You're going to be hurt and right. So what, what you need to always understand is, in reality, some of them people die. Some <laughs> people die because the rubber bullets wouldn't just hitting you in your abdomen and stuff like that. Somebody probably got hit in the head, and yeah, somebody out of the tank was a lot of pressure. Like you had to at minimum, like, there's some concussions or oh. some like I don't know if you can get hit hard enough to like collapse a lung or something, but. <laughs> Yeah, Probably like, so with that thing. With that yeah, like some, head. some of them yeah. boys are they're gonna be bruised. Uh and yeah, like somebody gonna have to have their like liver removed uh because it got hit with one of them rubber bullets. But anyway, um you know that happens, and the mutant king is like, uh come on, I challenge you to a duel. I call you coward. Yeah, and then whenever Batman started, uh, he started ejecting, uh, Alfred was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop it. You stop it right now. He is in his prime. He will kill you. I have to know. He told him. Uh, like, I, I gotta know if I still got it. I, got, I gotta see. I have to I see gotta, if I, I am still that nigga. And, um, you know, gonna be honest uh i wasn't surprised at how it went because i thought that that was like the first time i watched it i was like i don't think he's gonna win this first fight and i think that's that's gonna be telling like he's yeah like i don't think this fisticuffs just with him right now is what you want and uh yeah that's how it went and if it wasn't for robin he would have died one thing that i did think was um a nice little homage he pulled out a crowbar and Jason was mentioned in this movie. And for anybody who does not know, it was with a crowbar that Jason was beaten before he died. He was hitting like the Joker was hitting him. Yeah, exactly. And if you (laughs) watch, it was a nice long. Yeah. Like coming from up high. like (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so if you listen to uh, episode eight, then you will remember that we discussed Under the Red Hood. And in that movie, we see the Joker hitting 
uh, Jason with the crowbar. And so you may have been reminded of that same thing. And I think that was a good little homage there. And so, yeah, uh, Robin comes in real clutch. Yeah. Because if if Robin had not come in, he would have got the he movie. Was, he's about to stab him with that other end of it. Yeah. Yeah. There would not have been a part two. Yeah, it was about to be over. So that, that he and she she came through and helped out. And so I, this is what gets me. It's always getting me with this too. Is how in the world did the mutant survive that? Because he got like what suffocated adhesive, pretty much. Yeah, that adhesive was all over his face and. Couldn't, I don't know how he survived. I really don't. <laughs> my my assumption is that uh, it dissolved over time. Because uh, I think that, uh, just as an example, like Spider-Man's thing is that his webs will like dissolve and disappear eventually. Mm-hmm. So that was my assumption was that that goop will eventually just like dissolve on its own. Because Batman did a lot of, oh, you'll be fine in about an hour. Or, you know, these effects are very temporary. So yeah, like that's that's what I'm assuming is that that and i may just you know be making that up for the sake of there being an answer but my assumption would be that that goop will either loosen or just completely disappear shortly if he's using it to suffocate people are are you are you ready for another carrie thing carrie is a little girl who just dragging this big ass this big guy and no. she was moving him. I said, ain't no ain't Absolutely no not. Way Absolutely <laughs> not. There's no way you are moving him. Because we all know Bruce, uh, like a, a Bruce in his prime is already solid. An old man Bruce, a little thicker than a solid prime Bruce. We are talking about probably 95 pound girl uh moving a fucking unit of a man. And it, dead weight, he's not helping. At uh, no. whenever she's like dragging him, and so, yeah, I I just don't see her being able to move him at all. And so whenever he got up, whenever he woke, because I was like, she's not gonna, she's not. No, there's no way she drags him all the way. To but yeah, when he got up, and I was like, okay, this this is fine. Him, you know, needing a little help <clears throat> getting there, I understand that, but um. Yeah, her moving him at all was absurd. And also, I really, I love Alfred. And Alfred was witty as ever. Oh, he was cracking me up inside the tank. <laughs> he was cracking me up. All right, all right, thank you, girl. Run off to the, run off now. Yeah, run, run along on. now. <laughs> Appreciate you. So she's got to been there. And <laughs> even whenever uh, Alfred was, like, massaging all the pain out, uh, Alfred was like, if you're trying to cure yourself, I have a family recipe. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be wind. slow and painful. You'll love it. He answered yeah. the phone, uh, Wayne Infirmary, and then he said, "We're discussing details of the funeral." <laughs> you know, yeah, Alfred. Be, I know Bruce. Be like, shut your ass up, man. Yeah. And then the la- and the last thing Alfred said was like, "I'm still the beneficiary in the will, correct?" Because like, you had it just really wild. And you know, yeah, like if you're really up. trying to die, yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I'm still, I'm still getting that money, right? Like we're so okay. So Naz, as he's now, now they're back in the tank, and then and he put him on the, uh, him on the operating little table thing. Uh, Bruce kind of starts saying, "Hey, you know, I appreciate you, girl. You helped me out and stuff." And she asked him some questions, and Bruce kind of said some things, and Alfred was like, "Fuck." Yes, sir. You are delusional, sir. 
he was like, my name's Bruce. Uh, sorry, you need to stop doing it. Yeah, you need to stop talking right now. <laughs> right now. Right now. So he was like, hey, shut Sir, up. Sir, you it's, are delusional. It's, it's fine, Alfred. Yeah, it's fine, Alfred. Because yeah, like, well, and that's the thing, like, I think once you become an old man, you just don't care. He's just, you just don't care anymore. He don't care about a lot of things. I, just, I don't care. I don't care. Who is this yeah. little girl going to go tell? She ain't going to yeah. tell anybody, whatever. I'm, I don't, I'm pretty sure, I guess her parents were getting high or they were some druggies or something because he was like, let me get yeah. a little pass of that. Yeah, I, I it, it sounded, on, but. it sounded like they were uh, like 80s version of woke. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> and they were, it sounded like they, like back then they would have just been called hippies. Mm-hmm. Because they said, what did we even march for? I remember hearing that and I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they mentioned somebody in Chicago. He was like, I don't know. I was I was out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't really remember Chicago very well. <laughs> was smoking them doobies. <laughs> so uh, now so now at this point, this is where the mutant is in jail. The mayor is like the polls tell me I gotta go do this. I ain't and we're gonna negotiate. Do. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know. I don't care what the polls are saying. I'm not about to go in here by myself with this big guy. Yeah. And then Jim I don't Gordon, know if he just went and strapped down or what, but no, he, he had he had on handcuffs, but that was it. Why didn't you have him strapped down? Why would you let the mayor go into somebody who can act still move? Because what well, this is what happened. I guess they didn't really care about him. So or because that's the thing. Jim Gordon was like, I will go in there with you. Do you want me to go in there with you? I think I should go. And the mayor was like, No, it's fine. I'll be, I'll be okay. That's what the poll said I gotta do. Yeah. No. All right. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Two seconds later. Yeah, like immediately. <laughs> uh the mutant king is covered in the mayor's blood. <laughs> and then we just cut to the news. It's like the mayor has died. So now here is the new mayor, the deputy yeah. mayor. And let's talk about him as voice casting. Do you know who that is? Uh, no. That is Megatron. That is Frank Welcome. You, you know who you know really? who he reminded you know who he reminded me of? And I was like, you know who that is? That's Freddy. <laughs> that's that's okay. Scooby-Doo Freddy. <clears throat> I would not have known that. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know. I knew that it. When I was like, "Hey," I was like, "This guy really sounds like Freddie Prince Jr. right now." So I was like, "Maybe he's Freddie." So it wasn't him, or whatever. So then I looked him up, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Frank Welker played Freddie back in the day, and he was Megatron too." I was like, "That guy has a talented a resume." <laughs> yeah, because wow. <clears throat> because I'm pretty sure this is random, but I think he's Nibbler. In Futurama, mm, could be because you know oh. Nibbler just kind of makes noises. But yeah, yeah I I, <laughs> I want to say that's Nibbler. Um, also, because really, I, I I feel like I remember seeing like oh, Megatron plays Nibbler. I, I remember thinking that was really random. Mm. Um, so I think that's also Nibbler. But I could be wrong. But I I feel like I remember saying to myself that Megatron was Nibbler, and that was hilarious. But anyway. Yeah, I would not have gotten yeah. that. But now that you say that, he did sound like Freddy. Yeah, yeah. You but go yeah. back and listen. If you go back and listen, your voice be like, "That is Freddy." <laughs> yes. Yeah, but is. like thinking, yeah, like listening to it, or <laughs> when I watch it again, I'll be like, "Yeah, that's absolutely." Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Freddy. So, but, uh, so now, what, 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 what was it that happened? He, uh, how did the mutant get 
out. So uh, Batman devises a plan for um, Robin to go undercover as a mutant and lure them all to the site of round two. Mm -hmm. And once that happens, Commissioner Gordon goes in and he was like, I came here to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And then the mutant leader's door just kind of opens and then he is led a specific way because he can't go out this door. So he goes through like an air vent and ends up where, you know, the fight is. And uh, yeah, this is this is where it goes down because now he's in the sewer and then Batman was behind him and tackles him into that mud pit or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And what you don't want is a round two with Bruce. That's what you don't want. Prep time, Bruce. You never, ever want a round two. And uh, yeah, the mutant king, you slow old man. They were they were exchanging good hands in the first fight, but yes. Bruce definitely had this fight in the bag. And that's why he said, he said, you know, I was being rash and tried to match his his his, his brutality. brutality. And that I, I can't do that right now. So yeah. now I'm, nah. he's, he's not a smart guy. So I'm going to have to use my wits. And you talking about I'm slow. Well, guess what? We in this mud pit, nigga. Everybody slow. Yeah, we all slow. We inside all slow. deep mud. <laughs> yeah, and, we uh, all slow. Knee knee deep in this thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, but he was like, "This isn't. This isn't a mud pit. It's oh, an operating I, table." I, 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 and I was like, right "Bruce started monologuing." <laughs> and you know, when they start monologuing, it oh, it's. <clears throat> Yeah, I got I got it right here in my nose. He was like, "You don't get it, son. This is not a mud hole. This is an operating table, and I'm the surgeon." Oh, it was so good, and I, it, it's it's one of my favorite things that happened in this movie because he's during the entire fight, he's you know giving him like random notes on what's happening and what's occurring because you know he's like uh yeah what was that just the right kind of cut above the eye the kind that bleeds so you know it gets in his way he hits him with a nerve bundle and he's like you know it may not have hurt but that arm done it's not like you're not going to be using that arm for a minute and uh i will say when the mutant king only had one arm he was using that one arm pretty well like he uh he he fucked him up a little bit, but um yeah, it was uh it was pretty nice. Yeah, that that didn't make any sense to me at that time because that's whenever he was whooping his ass uh with that one arm, and I was like, wow, hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's that's fine because you know they had to make it interesting they had to you know give us a little something before uh batman went into this isn't a mud hole it's an operating table mm-hmm. and i'm the surgeon arm bar uh yeah, and that one hurt you didn't need to break his leg no nah, you ain't about to do nothing you are not a threat anymore you got you ain't got no <laughs> this arm is nerve damaged. This arm is broken. And then your leg, you, hey, bro, so cool. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, like we're <laughs> we're done, done here. I was down, and that's the thing. He's so, yeah, that was a good fight. I really I don't that I fight. don't want to defeat him. I want to embarrass him. 
I want to bring shame to his entire family. I want to make sure that these children will never want to follow this man or whatever he is again. I, I want his credibility to be shot. I, I don't want anyone to, I, I want him to be forgotten. And uh, yeah, Batman did that. And it, oh, oh, he, ah, he beat his ass. It was bad. And again, to the point where some of the kids were like, uh, we're, we're under, we're, we're with bat, we're with the winning team. Like they just straight bandwagoned over to Batman. And uh, like, this is the face of Gotham now. We were criminals yesterday. Today we fight crime. Criminals beware. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's really good. And then all this news of Batman now that he has defeated uh, the mutant leader. uh, Guess who starts perking up? He hears his name a few times on the news and he starts... uh, his fingers start tingling a little bit. And he's like, oh, oh, he's back? I have a reason again? The, 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 the Batman? Darling. Darling. Yeah. Oh. I I'm remember sorry. that. That was that was that was real big whenever we watched that back in 2012. We, me and you was like, mm. oh. yeah. and then <laughs> when the movie ended, I was like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was good times because uh, oh, so good. And so yeah. that's um. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the next one, but we got some time before we get there. Um, yeah, that's, that's part one. Larry, uh, scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten. Hey man, I'm I'm real generous with these things. I I gave Batman, Dark Knight Returns, a, a ten. It wasn't anything about it I didn't like. Same. I was, I was really, I I was really excited when it came out. I was like, I remember, like I said, I remember, I remember walking through Walmart and I was like, Spencer, we got a new movie out. We gonna have to check this out when it came on streaming services. You know, between the wait, between the time that the DVDs come out, they always give it some time to make some sales, and then they release the streaming services. So it finally did. We went over to Edwin's house, and I think that's what we watched. And sometimes we would uh, we would find some illegal website that had it. Oh yeah, that's true too. Because there was yeah. one point where we were impatient, and we were like, "Nah, we we gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to watch this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go to Kiss Cartoon or something to find yeah. this one." Oh, I forgot we used to do that. Man, I haven't done that in a long time. And that's the thing. Like we would sometimes we would watch it like in the same room, but sometimes mm-hmm. we would watch it uh, like over the Xbox, yeah. Yeah, and so over, like yeah. one of us would have to like wait for the other ones to like. <laughs> Get through the because you know sometimes you click on something that'll open up tabs and shit. You'll be uh, like, I'll be like, hold on, man, I gotta, gotta do all this stuff pop ups and things. Yeah, I gotta get fucking, me a virus. Yeah, because I mean, and yeah, like they want you to watch anime porn and yeah, like there's just random shit popping up. It's like get the fuck out the way. I don't watch my movie because they would put it on the play button, like the the random pop ups. So mm-hmm. you're gonna get them. There's no way oh, around them. Because yeah, they, uh, they'd always put them either on a, they'd put some pop-ups on the play button and then some pop-ups on the full screen button. They thought they were slick. Yeah, I but, forgot um, we did that. Well, that was, that's funny. It's been a long time since we've done that. Yes. What a time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It's a 10. I have no notes. It's uh, oh, it's so good. It's it, oh, 
It's, oh, I love it so much. I couldn't wait to talk about this one and the next one. Uh, do you have anything else on this one? No, I'm about it, man. Say I, I took my notes down right, right through it. There's a, there's a lot more on the other one that we got to talk about. I think I wrote a, out a little bit more with that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun time with that because it was, uh, yeah, this is, this is crazy. And so in the next episode, we will be discussing Batman, the Dark Knight Returns part two. So until then, salutations. Salutations.